wake up, wake up, wake up. This is now what we call Reasonably Woke, y'all. We have S. Dot here in the studio. What's good? We have Pharaoh, of course. Unfortunately, on the phone line, we did try to have him here in the studio. By the light, brothers, by the light. Amen. Uh, yes, by the light. So as you have um, heard that we are now going by the moniker of Reasonably Woke. Um, this Reasonably Woke is actually having an objective opinion regarding subjects such as politics, as you may have heard previously in the other two episodes, religion, and social justice that challenge absolutism and groupthink. So yes, that particular Webster's Dictionary that we have created in regards to our meaning, but this has been a collective group think. <laughs> Can we say that? This has been a collective group think? I thought we were Between that. one, two, and three. So myself, well, I think yourself, it's, I think it's and Pharaoh. I think it's more of an organic idea. It's, an organic it's, idea. It's, it's an organic idea that kind of sprung up in us discussing politics, discussing social justice, and what, discussing and, there. And what there. we spoke about, exactly, what yeah. our meaning is. Um, yeah. We are rebranding, y'all. I, I think that we challenge each other. Exactly. So that we, we, we are challenging groupthink, right? Like we all don't think the same and we all don't even um, pertain to thinking the same. Exactly. I think different than Pharaoh. I think different than you. You think different than us. And I think that's what we are trying to portray here, that there is diversity in black thought. And we're trying to get that out to the masses. Exactly. I like to call this podcast where we are woke like Issa and Angela, funny like DL and Charlemagne, <laughs> views that line up with Bernie. So that's exactly where we are. But everybody, happy new year. Um, it is interesting because I was actually just mentioning before, how is it that we can say, or when is it that we'd say, you can't say happy new year to anybody anymore? You know? So we actually just came up with, for the most part, the fact that you can't say it after February. I mean, February 1st. <laughs> after February 1st, you're done. You can't say it. But if you've seen that person one time before, uh, then you're able to say it. I guess there are specific rules. I don't. That's the thing. <laughs> These are specifically unwritten rules for sure. It's like, what are the rules nowadays? Everybody got rules for everything. I don't, yeah. I don't even know what to follow. I'm, I'm yeah. following you guys. I'm, yeah. I'm following you guys yeah. on that. Which is interesting because you just don't know. But I'm hoping everybody's New Year has been going great so far. I mean, this is, I would say, unfortunately, we are recording on the last weekend of, I would say, January. But because of snowstorms and so forth, we have not been able to record. So, Farrah, We made it, though. No excuses. We made it. It's we here. Back we made it. Yeah. How All is, right, it don't matter. How is, how is your January going of 2019, Pharaoh? Uh, new car, new job, uh, working on a new me. The Heck glow up. S. Dot, what about you? What can you say? Could you, are you able to keep it, keep it short like him, or do you want to elongate that and say, hey, I've been going through A, B, C, D, <laughs> E, F. No, I don't got a lot of things going. I mean, I've I've signed a new client. We got this new great uh, rebranding going on. Claps, claps, um, claps. Yeah, I'm I'm just focused on building these couple of brands that I'm working on. These brands that I'm responsible, and that's for. what we have to do. That um, is exactly what we have to do. Yeah. Um, especially in 2019, I want to say that this year, uh, specifically for us, you know, and also in you know for myself personally, is just the glow up at this point in time where we are just continuing to expound upon what we have so far and just make it better. And today has been the perfect, right? It's that today has been the perfect resemblance of the glow up and just organic recreation. Yeah. I think that part of the reason why you want to live in a metropolis like New York is because you, you meet new people, you mm. meet new ideas, you're not stuck in your same old ways from the same three people that you have been talking to. Mm. So today has been a great example. You guys don't of have that. to rub it in. Oh. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I'm Pharaoh. trying to get a little rub it in right now. You know, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what your situation is. But <laughs> Unfortunately, he, Pharaoh was not able to, you know, continue uh, to join us on this great festivist day of just a regular Sunday <laughs> in, in New York a, City. You know, it's a, a regular Sunday in New York City is an extraordinary <laughs> Sunday everywhere else. <laughs> So that is it. Sorry if you live in Covington, <laughs> uh, Kentucky, or or in your Rhode Island, yeah, yeah, you know, sometimes. Wherever, wherever but we also had to make decisions, you know, that you know benefit our lives. But anyways, so um, keep me um, on chest because I am uh, going to possibly veer off a little bit. But are we going into the um, high school? Yeah, high school. So. To everybody, if you have not heard of the uh, the current news, this particular podcast, we are going to be focusing on current events. Correct? Yeah. We're going to be you. talking about Covington High School, and then we're going to be talking about this. Because there's so many layers to this. Um, right, Farrell? Didn't we agree that there was, just when we were looking at it objectively, reasonably woke, I just love hearing that name anyways. But just objectively looking at this particular scenario, there are so many facets to this. No, Pharaoh? Maybe not. He's not feeling it. <laughs> Pharaoh said Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's a lot of factors. I had yellow mute, son. Sorry, sir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not so much that it's a lot of factors. It's another one of those times where we cover, a st- where the media picks up a clip, covers a full story, and then goes back and gets the rest of the clip and realizes there was a much bigger story. There was or that there was really no story at all. And I think the MAGA hat kid is the MAGA hat kid situation is a prime example. The more you dig into it, the shittier it got. So as so exactly. So as as Pharaoh was saying, and I'm going to expound upon that. So as you dive deeper into this particular event and what had happened, um, you actually just start to peel away layers of proverbial shit, right? So Yeah, so let me sum it up. <laughs> go ahead, Farrell. Yes, go ahead, Farrell. Uh, so here's what happened. Sometime like a week and a half ago, a clip hit the internet that showed a bunch of white children, white male children, in red MAGA hats, essentially looking like they were yelling at a Native American, older Native American man who was drumming away on his drum. Uh, There was one kid standing right in front of the Native American kid who just naturally, uh, it's like sometimes girls have rusting bitch face. He just had really rusting smug face. Uh, So (laughs) the whole visual of the gang of white kids behind smug face white boy facing off with an old Native American man drumming Optically looked horrible. All right. So, of course, everyone hopped on just the optics of the situation and ran with it. Look at these gang of MAGA hat white boys taunting this Native American, our precious indigenous people, you know, liberal orgasms. Uh, Then, a few days later, another clip came out that shows what happened before the Native American guy walked in which shows something called Black Israelites. Pause right there. Black Israelites. Yeah, let that sink in. Mm -hmm. Taunting the MAGA hat white boys, which is essentially like putting two groups of racist people in a shouting match with each other. And essentially that's what happened. Now, the Native American man, the indigenous man, Doc took it upon himself to step between the conflict and bring peace between the black Israelites and the MAGA hat white kids. Because this is what our country has devolved into. All right, everybody? MAGA hat white kids and black Israelites are our current news Two extremes. Two extremes on, on the voice. Two extremes. Yeah. The ex- absolute extremes. All right? Regular black people don't fuck with black Israelites. I don't even know who they are. <laughs> I mean, I know who they are, but I don't fuck with them. I don't know the black Israelites. All right? So understand that the Native American mind, in the goodness of all the essence that we think about Native Americans, tried to diffuse the conflict with a drum and a ceremonial song. And that's how we got into the shitty situation we're currently in. Did I I do it all right, Esther? Yeah, you did. uh, (laughs) I I think that even from my perspective, it it lends the to the idea that any way you look at this is going to be different. Mm. So I 
I was doing a lot of research on this and I wanted to see, I, I wanted to try to figure out what exactly happened. And when I was looking at it, it's one of those situations where it's like everybody, not everybody was in the wrong, but like there was no specific wrong in the situation. So when you look at what happened, you have these black Israelites and they're sitting there yelling crazy racist stuff. Can at, I play a clip of it? Is that okay? Um, Maybe in a minute. After you go. Yeah, yeah. Let's finish up. So the black Israelites are yelling at these Covington high school kids and for instance when I used to live and work in DC I would have to walk by them every Friday because every Friday they would be out at the metro center um metro stop and they and would be yelling at, at they'd be yelling at white people and, and they're, they're just, here on 125th street in Harlem too yeah very they're very prevalent and they yell this yell crazy stuff at people and they were out there yelling at the Covington High School kids, and they formed a sort of group right on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. So they're already there. And I, I think that's kind of something that needs to be said, is that these kids are already there before the indigenous people start marching up to them playing the drum. So they, Okay, so hold on. So are they... The kids are are. Can we say that the kids are there before the black Israelites, or the, the black Israelites were the there black before? Israelites. The black Israelites are there every weekend. You're not listening. Yeah. <laughs> the black Israelites are there all the time. Like they're just there to harass people. They see people showing up. They're there to harass people. The Covington High School people were there for the March for Life, which is a march for. Um, anti-abortion basically and they were on the steps and there's a group of them sitting on the steps you know they're kind of protesting and the black israelites are provoking them and the covington high school kids and these are a bunch of kids 14 15 16 years old they're responding to the black israelites and you end up if you watch the whole video you see the indigenous people march up to the covington high school kids playing the drums and and trying to i guess they wanted to defuse the situation awesome and i'm gonna play a clip of this really quickly just so that our listeners can kind of get a sneak peek of what was actually going on as Estad is explaining with the black israelites there previously then the in the in the scenario then the covington high school our catholic high school boys and then what happens is the um, Native American, um, and we'll actually get his actually name in, in just a moment. Um, but I'll actually go ahead and play this clip that I am actually getting from Fox 19 now. Away from you because you worship everything except the Most High. You worship every creation except the Creator. Late Friday afternoon, these three men and one holding the camera stood on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, preaching to anyone who would listen. This is the video they shot. At the start of the video, supporters for the Indigenous Peoples March approached them. Yes, Indios, yes, God-like people. But Indian, that word means savage. In the English, in the English... Many, like these men and women, walked away. Minutes later, Covington Catholic students can be seen in the video. Won't y'all come up and ask a question, Billy? Don't, don't stand to the side and mock. Bring y'all cr up here and make, a, and, and make a statement. The video shows the boys walking away, but the men continued shouting. Yeah. Tell them come over here in the lion's den instead of mocking over there. According to the Southern Poverty Law Center, the sect is obsessed with hatred for whites and Jews and confrontations between Hebrew Israelite street preachers. So which is interesting exactly how um, Fox at the end of that was portraying um, the black Israelites. But if you have been in Harlem, uh, in, your, in New York City, on 125th Street specifically, you know, you may have heard these particular black Israelites uh, and their views of what they feel um, or what they know to themselves as, as being truthful. Um, what we actually have seen, just to kind of give our uh, you know listeners possibly some context not saying that we exactly know who the black israelites are and it would have been a great um opportunity to have uh, a black israelite here to actually um you know let find out from them but um in regards to the uh black israelites we actually find that they are a a group that believes um and, you know and shows that about half a dozen he um, hebrew israelites had in fact 
had been, you know, goading and preaching at both the Native Americans in this situation and the high schoolers using, you know, at, at times we heard, you know, in the bleeps, profanity and, of course, regards to provocative nature. Would you, you know, agree with that, Estat? I used to walk in front of them every Friday coming home from work from the Chinatown metro station in D.C. Mm. Their whole goal is to provoke somebody into an argument with them. That's, that's their main goal. They, they sit there and kind of harass people, um, preaching whatever they want to preach, in order to kind of goad you into a confrontation. And that. Is it safe to say they're basically street trolls? Yes. I mean, like, I, I think that if you were to find an opposite of... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like you're Jason, and that's the thing that I found so funny about it is like the MAGA hat kids. They are the they are race trolls. Yeah, it's like they're the same people just on a different side of an issue. (laughs) You know, like they're just trying to make you react to what they're saying and flip out. Like one of the funniest things about it was like one time I was walking to the train station and one girl made the the. The, the the crazy mistake of shaking her head at the black Israelites. And soon as one of the people saw her shaking her head, they're like, oh, you can shake your ass if you want to. Ha, ha, ha. Like, you know, like, this is the truth I'm telling. It's like they just need to get a reaction from you because everybody's ignoring them. Which is interesting. Um, um, so what I actually have, you know, just to... Which look, is what you're supposed to do. Just ignore them. Pharaoh <laughs> rules. Hold on. New segment. Pharaoh rules real quick. If you see a black Israelite... You ignore them. Hashtag keep it moving. Keep it moving. Um, so the black, the uh, black, black, black um, Israelites are members of the House of Israel, which draws from what scholars call black Israelism, a complex American religious movement that can be dated apparently to the 18th century. And at least stop, stop. Oh. I think you've said enough. Oh, everything no, else is true. We have to. All right. You don't think it's really? true? I, I just don't. Long, okay, I'll let you go. I just. I'll, if got, I were to. Two if, more seconds. If I were right, to follow yeah. up with what Pharaoh's saying, I don't know if these guys merit much of a a broader description than that. Like, you don't come you don't, on here see, and explain shit. But apparently, right? we shit, just want to know exactly. We want to let the, the listeners know. Okay, I mean, you can they, educate they them, but, no, like, don't no, educate stop, them as they stop, are an equal. Stop legitimate Education part of the society is, is you yeah you don't read that shit all right <laughs> have a have four bullet points but don't go out here reading their bullshit propaganda all right i already know what's about to happen uh, what, what, what do you feel point. as though is about to happen in this case particular pharaoh all right yeah pharaoh explain <laughs> look look when you deal with people like this who deal with these like half truths all right some of the bullshit is actually based in slight truths right so if you give people a little then they're like oh 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 and it's a rabbit hole. And I don't want to be out here creating other black Israelites, all right? I want people to fundamentally understand it's bullshit. Okay. Fair enough. So you're, Fair you're, enough. you're reading it from the scholarly opinion that it's not bullshit. And the intellectual in me, the reasonably woke motherfucker in me, is no longer going to tolerate bullshit. Bullshit. All right? Okay. So I, I, I don't even know how to say anything. That's that. Am I right? Is, is that fair? I I just think from my point of view, so, like, yeah, if we're talking about reasonably wokeness, right, so, like, the woke part of you is, like, oh, we should recognize these people as a minority group who is speaking truth to white people. Um, Well, not truth, but in regards to their vernacular. I wouldn't say that it's my truth. I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying that it's anybody's truth. I'm just reading just for the listeners to kind of get their standpoint on it, and, but I'm not saying... No, 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 I'm not... Yeah, just to... to I'm make not, sure that we're yeah. that we're on the same page. I'm not page. saying that you guys are saying Amen. that at all. I'm just saying Amen. an unreasonably woke person may say that. Exactly. But what we're trying to say is that their their perspective is very illegitimate and very harmful mm. to people because but it has an allure, it, especially in this time. If you're very angry, yes. if you're very angry, you'll latch onto it, and that's yes. why we're talking about how they are the. The not the opposite, but they're very related to the MAGA people, right? Mm. Because if you're filled with hatred, if you're filled with anger, then you latch on latch to on that to ideology because it speaks to you, mm-hmm. even if that ideology is not effective or helpful to you. So, if you're a black Israelite or you're a MAGA hat wearer, you're part of the same sect, even if you're on opposite sides of the fence. Exactly, and that's kind of what we're trying to portray here, where it's not really helpful to kind of dive into their yeah, viewpoint. Into their, yeah. Um, but it's just 
necessary to know who they are. Good stuff. So in regards to in regards to that, so we do have the black Israelites. They ha- they came, you know, just to set it up again, that they were at the 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 mall, so to speak, there at DC. Yeah. And they were spewing language that is uh not productive to the overall um reason why everybody was there which was for um s dot or pharaoh if you can actually inform well me so they were, they were they were there for the women's march no no no, 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 no the march no. for life the march so they for were life there for, they were there for a march against having abortion like let's yeah. be real about what they were there for exactly those little kids were there telling people women they don't have a right and to we make dive into that about a their bit. body. Yeah. All right. Well, so, so high school students. All of this, that's why I always said all of this is shitty. These are high school students. Young, shitty layers. White male. No, young white male students marching at a rally telling women they shouldn't have a right to make choices about their body. High school reproduction, students. high school students, male, no, white males, basically white males. the same, basically a younger group of the group of men who met to talk about what they were mm. going to do with mm. women's rights a few years ago. Remember that meeting they had on like women's rights and it was all white Republicans or yep. some shit. Yep. Same thing. That's the younger version of that. So for me, the whole thing is shitty. All right. Both sides have horrible philosophies. I also want philosoph- to yeah. kind of point out too that. So. And this is something that kind of annoys me about political movements nowadays. So there is the Right for Life rally, which is an anti-abortion rally. And however you feel about that, it is an anti-abortion rally telling women that they can have abortions. But the indigenous rally is also on the same weekend, right? So they didn't choose a different weekend. They didn't choose not to be involved in that rally. They are choosing a rally that is directly counter to that rally they choose to be on the mall at the same time Mm. so i think it's important to understand that i don't know if they were looking for a confrontation or if they knew that this was going to happen but the fact of the matter is that there's another group out there and that in america you have the right to free speech but you do not have the right to freedom of response and i always say that all the time you do not have the right to freedom of response people can respond to your Point in any view, way, shape, or form, however they feel, feel like they yeah. want to, as long as it's not breaking the law. Yeah, and that is an important thing to understand when you're as looking at this rally. As long as it's actually just not physical. Let's be yeah. real. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Freedom of be speech detailed. means verbal, and it also means space. It means if we're standing two yards from each other, yelling and cussing each other out, but still walking in our opposite directions. That is an expression of freedom of speech. Right. Mm. If we have a minor road rage incident where all we do is yell at each other and then pull off dramatically, that's not free That speech. is an expression of freedom of speech. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Would you? If okay. you get out the car and put your hand on that other guy's car, that's no longer speech. Mm. Then it changes, and then it changes right? at that moment. It right ch- there. It's the moment your body does something physical in counteraction towards or at that new person. It's no longer freedom of speech, and you have actually broken the respect we right. should share among each other as citizens. We talked earlier about how all of us have different opinions. We talk quite harshly sometimes about how different our opinions are, but it's never physical. Right. And I, I think that's important in this situation because if you look at so there are a lot of videos of this, right? There's that one video of the Covington High School students standing, looking very smug in front of the indigenous drummer. But if you Mr. Look, Phillips, yeah, yeah, Nathan, Nathan Phillips. Phillips, Nathan, Nathan Phillips, Phillips forty nine years old. He, he was, was also a, a Vietnam vet. Yeah. But if you look at the the whole video, so there's a lot of different videos, but there's a video that's about two hours of kind of what's going on. You see that the Black. indigenous people came into that mob of Covington High School students. To simmer it down. Low key, they weren't minding their business. Yeah, like <laughs> it wasn't being reasonably woke. Uh, they was trying yeah. to help the situation with not minding his business. <laughs> They, Honorable tribe, brother, but you should have uh, mind your fucking you business. Mind your business. <laughs> they, being nosy. They instigated a confrontation, right? Like, in reality, that is what happened. Wherever you want to do it, if you want to break up the black Israelites from the MAGA hat people and you don't like the MAGA hat people and you don't like the black Israelite people, whatever, however you feel about it, they came in there to effect 
that situation. Mm. And that's how they ended up in that mob. Mm. That mob was there already. And if you look at like a mob of high school students, like what else do you expect? Really? Like, do you really expect Naga hat mob? But even if it was like a bunch of black students, mm. if it was a bunch of black students and they were reacting guess, to a bunch of I KKK also, kids, like, come on, I let's also be real. I don't know how Mr. Phillips thought the drum was going was gonna to be help. peaceful. How did like, you think that was going to go? Like, yeah. I don't really Everybody think got there was a plan. Maybe the wind spoke to him and said, go forth. Go forth, young grasshopper. I don't know, but I just don't see the logic in him putting himself between the black Israelites who never really moved from their spot. That is something I think about the video. Or the kids, or the teenagers. The kids didn't. Neither group was moved. closing the gap. Yeah. Both groups were, guess what? Freely expressing their speech in Washington, D.C., as was per both groups right. Mr. Phillips actually kind of violates freedom of speech here, thinking he had a right to stand between them. Mm. I don't even know. It, if was, it, was, it was nice, short, I guess. But in my reasonably, in my reasonably woke understanding and my Americanism, no. Those two each individual groups had their right to yell at each other. I don't even know if he's like violating freedom of speech, but I, he is inserting himself in a, a position that doesn't free him from response. So if you decide that you're going to beat a drum into a circle of MAGA hat wearing kids, you got to be ready for the response that they give you. And I remember when I was watching the video and I was reading all the stuff, I thought that this kid was yelling at the the and he wasn't the the guy. Yeah, he wasn't. This, if you're reading it, like, oh, they were chanting and they were harassing and whatever. And then when you watch it, all the kid does is stand there while this guy is banging a drum into his face. He was already standing there, right? Estat? Wasn't he already standing he was, there? I, yeah. I think so. Or like, I think Mr. Phillips walks up to him. Yeah. This is the thing about the whole thing. Like, woke. sure, the black Israelite extreme. I got it. The MAGA kids yelling shit at people. I mean, they're kids wearing MAGA hats. Yeah. So that's what we expect. Private school. Obnoxious, we'll get into it, but whatever. Obnoxious. Right? You know, nothing wrong there. They were hollering at girls too. Like there was a lot of four hundred one c three. But can we talk about minding your fucking business? <laughs> Amen. Because you're right, Estat. I believe the kid was standing there, so that means Mr. Phillips got up in his kid's face to beat his drum, and then had the audacity to say he was upset at the things they were yelling at him. They're MAGA hat wearing white kids. Build a wall is like their anthem. Are you fucking serious? Like, there's just a level of realism that I felt like this old guy was like. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I felt people's response if it was a true story. But once you saw the full video, someone needed to tell him to mind his fucking. My only thing is that this is a Catholic school, and I actually I brought it up to you brothers um earlier uh, this week. But my thing is that this is a Catholic school who uh, apparently is a tax exempt school, uh, and they are. And I know, of course, Pharaoh brought this up that you know schools go on um go on on um you know school field trips and so forth and. In, 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 uh, and, and, you know, the museums and so forth. But this is a specific march, right, that is going on that these kids are wearing a political statement as in the red MAGA hat. So you would, you know, granted it's assuming, but you would, for the most part, equally assume, everybody would equally assume that they are there um, and what their position is. Since when does a... A Catholic school, a 501c3 school, go through, uh, go to a uh, a march, or especially a political march, uh, particular opposing or not opposing, but garnering uh, satisfaction on one particular side. Who does this? And this was a school. This was a sponsored, uh, a school sponsored event. This is my question. Why? So, why is so it that they're a, there? Here's a very, here's a very quick answer to that. You said it right there in the naming of the school. It's a Catholic private school. The Catholic Church, the organization that oversees the school, has very strict rules and laws and public opinions on how they feel about said topic of abortion. So Catholics always have kind of been marching in that response who are supporting church-like organizations or church-like education systems for the Catholic Church, have always been a part of this. That's like, would you tell a high school they couldn't have sent their black students to the new Million Man March or the Black Women's March and stuff we did last year? 
because it's a political event? No, no one does that. It's different. Freedom of it's speech. different. Hold it's on. different. Hold when, on. It, no, Hold no, on. Let it's me, different. It's not different. It's different when you something. have a non for profit school. Let, you're let you're, you're combining, you're combining me, two me, different schools. Let me finish. The purpose of education ultimately is to edu- is to build the mind. One of the things about modern education that I love and has been very useful is allowing kids to express their opinions. If you want the next generation to be more involved in the political process, then education's responsibility is to get them involved in the conversations we're having politically. Abortion, gun rights, (laughs) the police things, these are the top issues people are talking about. So I don't it just sucks when your definition wrong, does but, not follow that of the 501c3 school. You you're not listening. School, <laughs> you're yeah, not listening. I'm listening to no, you. You're not. right. That's the law. But everyone does it. You're going to crucify everybody. But that's exactly. But that's gay the, kids. But yes. I mean, in this, in this particular instance, in this money? particular instance, this school has decided to garner uh, um, this. Per, uh, not, and, and it wasn't them who decided to say this is what um, and put out. You know, and I'm going to say that that this is not them. Another layer to this is that uh, the a fake. Uh, particular Twitter account actually was the one to um, have this video for the most part be seen and become viral. So it wasn't this school that was, uh, uh, I would say, marketing uh, and advertising their political stance. But when you are a 501c3 school and you are now looking uh, and actually not having to pay taxes or whatever the ramifications are and the rules and guidelines of that, then that's what I mean, Fair. I just... On that basis alone, that's exactly what they should. I understand that you're saying that. Hold on, as you just said. Hold on, I'm not done. I'm not done. As I said, I'm not done. Just like you said, if um, if we are just solely saying it on that, yeah, other schools do do this, right? And and most likely they do, right? I'm not ruling them out, but we're saying in this particular case, this school is wrong for doing so, and they should be. Um, they, 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 they should be looked into, in my opinion. I, I think that when you're looking at these schools, um, so if you're looking at nonprofits, nonprofits make an exemption for religion. That's what they make an exemption for. I think that a lot of times in America, we think that a, a religious exemption is only for Christianity. But if you're looking for these more Christian beliefs, you end up supporting Catholic schools that want to go out and protest abortion because it is against their religion to um, have abortion. And if you look at the, even the um, the right to shove gays, right? So that whole Supreme Court case, that's based on religion, right? I'm practicing my religion. I don't believe that being gay is part of my religion. Therefore, I don't have to make them a cake. It, it's, it's part of that. And I think the hypocrisy comes in that. So if I were to attend a march where a bunch of Muslims were to get on their knees and pray on their um, prayer blankets, all of a sudden people would be offended. They'd be mad that the government is uh, supporting these Muslims. But the fact of the matter is, is that if you are supporting religion, if you're giving tax exemption to religion, you have to give tax exemption to every religion. You have to give tax exemption to the black Israelites as much as you have to give tax exemption to the Covington High School kids. I, I don't fault them for being out there in so much as I think that as adults, you don't want them behaving in the way that they were behaving around everybody else. You, there were supposed to be chaperones there too. And like as African Americans, I think this is very poignant to us because we are always required to be twice as good, right? That's re- respectability politics. When we go out and when we march, we can't behave in a mob mentality. We can't behave arrogantly because we're trying to be twice as good. But as white Catholic school students, they are able to surround well, the wealthy, other public. Wealthy, we have. Well, they're not wealthy. Anymore. They're not wealthy. No, they live in Northern Kentucky. Northern Kentucky is not a wealthy space. But they are white Catholic school students in which they do have a certain privilege that's attached to them. I thought this was a private school. Are you sure that their that their parents it is, it is, aren't 
affluent. It is a private school in the fact that they are not going to a regular public education. But the only reason that it's private is because they are going for a religious education. So if this, you're a, this isn't one. This is not a school where you have to pay to get into. Is that it's, it's not. It's not very expensive to get into. Okay. You may you may have to pay a little bit to get into, but the main draw of this is that it's a Catholic school. It's not that it's a wealthy school. This mm. is not a exclusive school that you know headhunters oh, go to okay. and look for. Yeah, yeah, like how uh, what yeah. we had for what was that Supreme Court nominee guy who was yeah, like Brett Kavanaugh. Like Brett it's not Kavanaugh, it's not yeah. like Georgetown Prep. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just like a Catholic school in Northern Kentucky. It's the only Catholic school in Northern Kentucky. Yeah. So if you're looking for an all boys Catholic school That's in Northern Kentucky, that is the one that you have to go to. Okay. Um. And and, you know, it's just like they are allowed to do this and they have the right to do this. Mm. There are a they are a religious organization and they're practicing their religious beliefs. Um, but it just asks, what is the government supporting and granting them tax exempt status? Mm. Because if you grant somebody tax exempt status, you're saying that you you, you support their viewpoints. Their viewpoints so yeah. do you support anti-abortionism? Like what like what do you support? Yeah. Do you, do you support the Muslim prayer breakets? Like what do you when you grant somebody tax um exempt status or you give somebody um a superior position in the tax code, you're saying that the government supports that position. That and you have to think what you're supporting. Does that infringe on the separation of like church and state? Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Why do why do churches why do churches get tax exempt status? There you go. Sucks. I don't know. I'm I'm that's atheist. Do I get tax exempt status? That's a, that's no, I don't. a lot of layers to this. Just <laughs> you just peel off the layers and it's just one after the next. It's which one do you want to talk about? Which one do you want to aim at? So but we want to make sure that our listeners are seeing the different viewpoints and the different vantage points that have happened within this and not just the what the news that you may have seen on your, you know, local five o'clock, six o'clock, whatever type of news is saying. You want to make sure that you view this from all aspects and see exactly what has happened. I mean, so are so Pharaoh, are we putting the onus on the black Israelites and not the school kids as what most as what the news outlets were basically doing. They were putting the onus on the How are you going to blame the black Israelites, bro? They're there every week. They're there every day. <laughs> They're always there. That's ridiculous. Get the fuck out of here. Right? Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? So we're not going to say no. that the blackers is my fault, even though... Uh, they're, 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 every, they're, they're all the... That's all they ever do is troll people and start arguments. They're not violent. They're just angry. <laughs> like when you were like punish them for what? Mm. There's gonna be angrier and now with justification because you punish them. Mm. Now you're giving them real reasons to be upset about shit. Like, uh, come on, bro, let them alone. Just uh, let them do what they do all the time. I I think that's what's important about this is that they wanted that response. No, oh, yeah. like if you want if you if you understand what the black Israelites wanted, they wanted that confrontation to happen. It would have been better viral right now. Yeah, like it, on TV, it they been, got the one thing they've always wanted. It would have been better if they were like had. fist fighting in the street. Like yeah. that's what they want because they yeah. want to be relevant. Yeah, I don't know if anybody They're is creating good. New black Israel right now. They right were now. angry black people. Yeah, there were angry black people that had nowhere to put their anger. They were angry at all the shit that white people have been doing to them. Yeah. The, corner store patties the cops shooting their kids so angry they had no single place to put it now they have this shit you know brother it's a struggle so the black just as you said pharaoh the black israelites are we can say are directly well directly correlated or adversely correlated to the maga hat wearing uh trump uh supporters the one and the same how are they directly correlated that's why i said not not directly but adversely correlated they're not no they're just two angry groups of people Mm. They're not related to each other in any real way. Their anger is just related by to hate. the fact that each other exists. Just by but hate. But that's it, bro. That's it. They're just angry people. That's why I say right? just by hate. That's the only I mean, they're very, they're very similar the people. At the end of the day, the yeah. most dangerous people were them little white boys in the MAGAD. We all know it. Because those are your future cops, lawyers, and politicians. That's very true. And their opinion now is known that I went to Washington, D.C., and black guys called me an incest baby. Fuck yeah. black people. <laughs> yeah, make them slaves. Mm. All we've done is make it worse, bro. I just don't think people understand how their decisions affect the environment. Yeah. All right. So that's actually enough of that. Um, I mean, of course, as we said, may continue to keep looking at, into the nuances of the stories make sure that you are viewing these stories from a wide lens 
um, aspect of things uh, to you know our photographers and so forth out there because you have you know different facets black Israelites these Covington you know Catholic school boys you have the Native American um, uh, guy coming into this um, Nathan Phillips uh, and um, actually I wanted to ask you guys just one last time I'm, I'm really sorry to bring this back um, but with Savannah Gunthrie's interviewing the um, Catholic school boy who was in this. Are we? I just wanted to ask your opinions on him being interviewed by I think it was uh, NBC Today, or are they wrong, or are they right, or are they not wrong and or right for interviewing just this white boy uh, and not the and not the Native American guy? So, because I think the Native American guy should have minded his fucking business. <laughs> Not really. I don't, The only person I really felt like had to clear their name is the white kid. Mm. Everyone was calling him a this, a that. You're out here trying to wipe out Native Americans. And all he was doing was standing there with his classmates being yelled at by some black kids. You know what I'm saying? So, I, under, I fully understand his family's need probably to try to, like, clear his name like now everyone looks at him as like the native american taunter and that's not at all what happened mm. what do the black israelites have to say there's no reason anyone needs to talk to them all right we shouldn't have talked to them in the first place because pharaoh's rule when you see black israelites what do you do you ignore them okay uh and then the native american guy should have minded his fucking oh, yeah that's all i said bro so I, I honestly think he had a reason that's that I think that in this situation, and I think that in a lot of situations, everybody doesn't really particularly understand the idea of freedom of speech, right? So that that Native American had the freedom of speech to go bang his drum in front of the um, MAGA hat wearing kid. And that MAGA hat wearing kid had the freedom of speech to sit there. He also has the freedom of speech to go on a national media channel and defend himself. Mm. He has the freedom of speech to do that. To do that too. And you know, the Nathan Phillips has the freedom of speech to go on BuzzFeed and give interviews saying what he thought. Everybody has the freedom of speech. You don't have the freedom of dominance. I mean, if you if you point. if you believe that your opinion is right, that doesn't mean that that has to be the Facts. dominant opinion. So, like, you you don't have that freedom. You have the freedom to say what you feel like saying. And Nathan Phillips, like, as much as people get mad about um, Sandman being able to give his opinion it's not like native uh nathan phillips didn't give the chance to say his he said his a lot all i heard about was him before i heard about this interview mm. what's nathan phillips yeah so nathan like I, I i've heard about him way more than i heard about the white kid because i so, still don't even know the white kid's name yeah so I'll it's like you know what i'm saying so like you don't you you, you have the freedom of speech people <laughs> and you and you know you got your chance to speak but somebody else gets a chance to speak to also. So you can't be mad at them for putting them on. Or you can be or you can do is take the side that you want to take and and project that opinion as best as you can. Yeah, because I mean when I first saw it, I mean honestly, I did take the side of those who were uh giving Savannah Gunthrie uh the L in regards to interviewing the white kid and not interviewing the Native American guy. And granted, I do not know, just like everybody else does not know, if they reached out to him and then he may have declined to have the interview and so forth. But, uh, you know, so I would say I will say that I was on the uh, part where I was handing her, you know, all types of L's in regards to um, interviewing, you know, the white kid and not the Native American guy in, in regards to his response and his opinion um, and viewpoint on uh, what happened that day so i mean that's an interesting topic but i want to switch uh switch topics uh, i'm going to do a pivot to the government shutdown that everybody has been either affected by uh personally they may know somebody who was affected by the government shutdown that lasted was it 33 days yeah Third, in regards to like the 30 it was it was close to it was two it's, months it was, a, not two months but it I was think the, it, it was like it a month and uh, yeah i mean if you look at physical months yeah it started in december and it ended yeah. in january it so ended, yeah like yeah. two months but like it ended that it started in the end of december and, exactly you know and so it ended um it actually ended on january 25th uh donald trump uh and they are saying that and they, I say the news outlets, I wouldn't want to say if it's like liberal or whatnot or, or conservative, but um, are saying that Donald Trump lost 
this fight, this negotiation, because he's supposed to be the guy who created the art of the deal. Mm. He's supposed to be the expert negotiator. Was this expert negotiating Pharaoh to hold the American people hostage for no fucking reason at all and lose pay or not have it? Those who are furloughed are the ones who are getting it, not the contractors. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Pharaoh. My fault. There was only one loser, and that was the American people. Mm -hmm. Trump didn't lose shit. What did he lose? Because we're going to be having the same fight in February again. All we did was take a break from the fight. It's like when you're arguing with somebody and you say, you know what? Ugh. And you go into the other room. That's all we've done. Okay? And I need people to understand. And for, yeah, for a whole month, people that lost about, two, two paychecks. Yeah. The American people are the only people who took an L in this. I would disagree. You What? Okay. No, I would say Trump took a definite loss. Trump's approval rating was something oh, yeah. like... Shot the shit down. That shit is done. 40%? Yeah. Before? Like 42? They said over 50... They think they he said lost. 56% of the people have said that this issue is caused by Donald Trump. He lost five full percentage points, points yeah. in approval. Mitch and his, his, his base, his base... You know, the, the whole anti-immigrant establishment was mad at him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? For, and like, Coulter. his response. So, like, if, so you look at the anti-immigrant establishment, there are two people, right? there. So, there are people who want you to build the wall, and there are people who understand that they don't want immigrants to come here, but there are way more effective measures to keep them out. Than $5.7 right? billion. Curbing, curbing legal immigration and also looking at things like airports and, and biosecurity measures is way more effective than the wall. Mm. And they understand this. And all of them were mad at the outcome because yeah. they all didn't get what they want. And also, and this was affecting if you and correct me if I'm wrong, um, Esther, that this was affecting mostly his base yeah. because these government workers and mostly the government workers are in like Atlanta or are in Georgia who are uh, in, employed by the government mostly, and these southern states who are not being able to work and are affecting his base. Well, mostly, what I'll say about this is that anytime you talk about Trump's win, you have to say thirty thousand votes. Away. In each yeah. state. There you go. 30,000. 30,000. Which he is not didn't much. pay 800,000. Mm. Eight times the amount of votes that he won by. Mm. He said, fuck them. He said, he, they yeah. said, they said the audacity to say, oh, no. you can yeah, go. Done. Yeah, done. I'll, 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 yeah. No, like, I'll we not, but yeah, if you, if you, the problem. if you, if you get the math, if you, if you, if you do my math wrong, I believe it. It's not your math. Your math is fine. Your math is correct. It's not, if this was a, if we were having a conversation about math, we'd be living in a very different world. And that's what y'all forgetting. We've been riding this boat for damn near three years, guys. Y'all going to forget about this by winter this year. Mm. We are not going to be talking about the fucking shutdown by then. By the time election time comes around, this is not even going to be something we're talking about. All right. So, sure, in the short term, he took a minor dip. I think it adds to it. I think <laughs> yeah. 2020, I think this fucks but, his uh, chances up yeah. in 2020. This guy is rubber. All right? um, but but <laughs> Estot, Estot, were you Listen. able to find the, um, the, the voice audio? When Pharaoh said that the Democrats <laughs> were not going to take the House, no, we, we can bring that back. But um, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm just saying, uh, I really feel like it was this, the same confidence. This government shutdown, it and it being publicized as the no, no, I as the that longest no, no. I, I government that shutdown. L. I admit that L. I did not believe in them. <laughs> I will. I Jerry said. I I polls were saying they were like, no, they're gonna lose, bro. Maybe up in the polls, they still find a way to lose. But you don't think you don't think that this issue you don't think that this issue this government shutdown has affected his particular poll numbers and the Republicans oh who have backed God. him. Mitch McConnell, so, so right they said now, that they said the that the issue could have been resolved. This could have been resolved just by Mitch McConnell saying or. or uh, Basically, I, ponying it up and saying "fuck it." Listen, I understand. I understand why Mitch McConnell didn't do it. Mitch McConnell's a smart guy. He knows that if he goes against Donald Trump, that all oh of his God. senators what? are going to take L's. Right? They can't go but against. Him, but him not doing it, he's taking an L. So it's a catch twenty-two. Not really. I mean, like it would have been a worse L if he was responsible for like going against Trump because all Trump would have said is, "Look, I tried to do it. It was Mitch McConnell's fault." That's what people are saying right now. No, no, no. They would say that it's Trump's fault. Like if it's Trump, if Trump backs down, 
then it is Trump's decision, and we were just going with Trump's decision. If we went against Trump, then all of a sudden we are the enemy, right? We're the establishment. Like I understand why I understand why Mitch McConnell didn't do it, but like my whole stance is that like Trump's win is so narrow that all he has to do is lose like 0.5 percentage points, and that keeps him from the White House. So like I don't know if like if it was if he won by three million votes. Three million popular votes. I would 100% agree with you, Pharaoh, that it's something that people are going to blow over. But he, his margin of error is so small that if there are a couple of people who didn't get paid, who are so sour about this, that they don't vote for him, that kills his advantage. And that is most of the people who did not receive a particular um, paycheck were those who voted for him. Unfortunately, these are the people who voted for him thinking that he was going to offer a thing. But I really think that his particular percentage points are going to... (laughs) I just believe... Maybe this sticks and we're still talking about the shutdown a year from now. Who knows? I just... Yeah, I mean, I agree. I... I understand where Pharaoh is coming from, where that so much is happening, especially in the the Mueller probe, where even just um, recently Roger Stone just got indicted. um, I think that's heating up. That's huge, you know, and so that is going to really push. That's probably going to push this, just like everything else that has happened. The, the the school killings, the you know Vegas shootings, and the 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 Florida shootings, like all of that has been pushed because so many different things have come up. Well, Listen, this is before. I'm well, just saying from before. What I'm saying is that, like, I don't think that we're going to still be talking about the shutdown two years from now, right? But if it just convinces it's huge, A, B, and C to stay home. The longest government shutdown. Well, since. I'm just saying, like, if it just convinces somebody to stay home. Like, you don't need, and I think, and that's the thing I'm saying. So, is like, it's such a small, it's just a small You guys have rally Trump. You know, election time is going to come around. The G, the dip, the Republican Party. But it was 30,000 votes. Hold on, listen to me. Republican There's Party, this. an unprecedented move, just decided they're going to back down Trump for 2020. Already, they just decided that. Because they don't got nobody else. No one, they never do that. No one does that. You're not supposed to do that. There's like, so understand that their money is riding on <laughs> Riley Trump, bro. <laughs> and the Democrats are about to tear each other apart. We are about to have a very bloody Democratic uh, presidential, uh, what do they call it? What do you yeah. call it? That's that. Was the Democratic primary? The, I, yeah. And to our Democratic listeners, primary, of course, we yes. have right now about we have Kamala Harris, who on um, Martin Luther King Day on the uh, over the, on Monday this past Monday uh, said that she was going to run for president. We have Elizabeth Warren, who said you know a few weeks before she's going to run for president, and we have that guy Castro in from Texas who's yeah. going to run. And I think there's one, uh, uh, Kristen Kirsten Gillibrand from New York. She said she was running for president. So I know, of course, there's going there's a lot of Democratic, uh, Democratic and progressive. And, and of course, I think Bernie is saying he may. It spills speculation. Bernie Raymond, the yeah. the old vice president, Joe Biden. Joe is Biden going to is run. possibly. Yeah, it's possible. Um, you Bloomberg know is going to run the yeah. former senator, uh, not senator, um, CEO of Starbucks. I think the Republican Party really showed their ass at this point in time, <laughs> and I do believe that um, this is just going to be a Democratic win. And I think that the re- Republicans know that at this point in time. I think it. We're going to be replaying this in a year. Yeah, mm, in two years. I'm, yeah. I'm, hope, I'm hoping Miller takes him down first that's really the best i feel like i mean roger stone they said that donald trump today is worried that roger stone may flip and this is his guy that he's known for 20 years look 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 roger stone was on the mic said i'm not flipping so i don't know he over here he over here trying to be kingpin you saw you saw him you saw his ronald reagan peace sign when he got out of the jail when he got bailed out two hundred fifty thousand dollars. money ass Austin's coaching. He over here with his big ass, his big tub, tub ass belly. I don't know, bro. I don't know. If Biden gets in the race, then I'll have hope. Mm. That's only, there are only two, there's only one candidate that really gives me hope that they can take down Trump. I'm a a Kamala Harris person, but. uh, Absolutely not. I am not voting for her. Absolutely not. Yeah. He works for the criminal justice system. I I see some shady ass stories I already didn't see. I'm not. (laughs) killing her yeah. right? yeah. honestly honestly actually i gotta change that i do kind of like her 
It's yes, I like Biden more right now. So and she may be get my vote. I don't know. Yeah. Well, so as of January twenty fifth, the um, government has been reopened until February fifteenth. Uh, they uh, are still going through, and I know Donald Trump right now is threatening to use his um, what power again? His power of emergency. Dic- a declaration of emergency. Yeah, declaration of emergency so that he can build his wall um, because Ann Coulter continues to um, uh, beat beat up his balls, hmm. like literally. So he's going like, to be on a... She just continues to use him shits as punching bags and she's just like, fuck He's going to be on Real Talk. You don't got no spine. She keeps saying that and then he folds, you know, continues to fold. So it's going to be on Real um, Time this weekend. Yeah. So oh, she is? Yeah. And then, um, so Michael Cohen, he was, um, he refused to testify to the House Committee on January 23rd, but then was subpoenaed the next day um, so that he can um, testify uh, uh, to the, or is subpoenaed to testify to the Senate, and that was actually on January 24th. Um, So those were just our particular um, current events that we actually had Mm -hmm. recently in regards to politics. I mean, it was a lot. We do not want to, um, I would say, spoil the rest of the week since, you know, we all know that Donald Trump train wreck Trump continues to, um, you know, continues to fuck up. We don't want to talk about Wilbur Ross because of the shit that he said, because can we talk about Wilbur Ross real quick? Is that okay? Please. please. I kind of want to talk about these candidates. You want to talk about the, okay. already, We'll switch yeah, up. We got we'll that. switch up. Yeah, All right. we, got that one chick, we got that one chick from Hawaii who's already battling like <clears throat> anti-gay slurs from her past. Uh, we got Harris who Kamala used to be in criminal justice. Uh, and um, let's just say, you know... As a black man, I don't know if I like all her decision making. Well, I mean, um, I don't think I don't I don't believe then, that what's his name is going to run. I mean, he hasn't who? mentioned it yet from New Jersey. Oh, Cory Booker. Cory Booker. I, I don't think do that he's going to say anything. I don't think he's going to run. Yeah. yeah, I don't Elizabeth, believe that he's going to run. Elizabeth Warren, but honestly, it seemed like she has some momentum behind her. Honestly, I would have preferred her the last go around. Because didn't she try that? S that she tried that to come no. in last row round. I, I think know. she shied away from the you know the Goliath that was Hillary Clinton's campaign. Mm. Um, and a lot of people did that, and it didn't work out to our benefit. That's why everybody's running this year, yeah. Okay, so I mean, we'll um, see. Um, Sanders is back in, but you know. Uh, we'll see but anyway well, i'm gonna go ahead and end this thing because i think that we spoke about most of the things that we need to talk about now yeah. uh especially with the most important topics we're going to see exactly what continues to uh transpire this week um you know as i said that the government shutdown has ended until february 15th uh well until that time there is no money for the border wall and trump is threatening to use the uh emergency what is it again i keep forgetting Powers. His emergency powers, and he can. Oh, I have a. Th- I. I. It, what? How does he say it? the State most important? The, how does he say it? the most important thing that he could use, and he has not used it. It's big. It's big. It's bigly. Oh. Um. Oh. So he hasn't used that yet, and I don't know if he's going to be able to. I. We did talk about this. Um. S. Dot, and you feel as though it could go through, but I feel as though he's going to be sued out the wazoo, out this motherfucker. <laughs> well, I think everybody about to sue his ass, and I don't think the courts are going to hold that shit up. I mean, he has for he. I mean, look at the past decisions on transgendered rights and on the Muslim ban. Right? Mm-hmm. They've been five, four decisions. And this was after the new set, the new house took place, or this was after, it, I, or this uh, before, uh, I mean, after Steve, or before. Steve, Steve, I mean, S, um, <laughs> DJ Bell. The courts are different than the legislative branch. That's the judicial branch that decides on uh, what things up, up, uphold or not uphold. The House and Senate just create the laws. The judicial branch decides if the laws are constitutional or not. Or not. So, yeah. a, so yeah, would that so be constitutional? Because no, we have a two. Is, we have a two. This facet. is the Supreme. This, yeah, yeah, it is. So it's the Supreme Court's decision. Mm. So the Supreme Court, where remember the Brett Kavanaugh thing? Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, gonna, I don't. So now, I, I don't. Believe, I don't know if they're going to hold this up because I, they well, use Brett they Cav- use no, a state no, of emergency. He, they use a state of emergency for. They could not look like I. I think that you know he has two justices. They're his justices. 
Yeah, like there is an option for them not like they could they could look at the law and be like, okay, this is a ridiculous use of emergency powers. But they are both people who Trump put on the court. And if you look at the court's decisions now, they're all five four decisions. And they're, they're not majority decisions anymore. Um so like you you have to be worried of that. Like they, they've held up the transgendered ban in the military, they held up the Muslim ban in immigration and how how like how likely are they to stop him from using emergency powers mm. and, and the fact that they are they're still they are still right now there are 15 states of emergency that are still ongoing oh shit so like how could you stop him from doing that yeah you know what i'm saying like so i i i like if he wanted to declare a state of emergency and start using those powers to build the wall, fine. I don't think it amounts for a win for him. And I'm not particularly that concerned about what's going on to the border because the main complaint is that what he's doing is useless. Yeah. It's just annoying we have to pay for it. Like what we're stopping is a symbolic win. We're not stop stopping, stopping a a, a real win. Like yeah. he can put up as many wood planks in the, the forest as he wants to. It's just, it's not gonna affect not anything. Gonna yeah. It's just annoying Steel that he's doing barrier. it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, Pharaoh, who are you giving and to our you know listeners here going into this new season? Um, who are we giving a who are we sending to the great fields? Or who are you? Or do you have a still? Or do you have a gold, gold star, star point. point for this week, Pharaoh? I'm have a gold star point. Um, my gold star point is I want to just go over Pharaoh. See black Israelites, you ignore them, um, and I would also caution us to be more mindful of the messages we feed ourselves. If you're Focusing on messages that teach you to love yourself based on anything dealing with someone or something else, I don't typically feel that that's the best way to love yourself or the best way to build your version of identity. Um, you got to find that within yourself. And groups like the Black Israelite and even the rise of Trumpism comes from these philosophies that teach people to define themselves based on some context of other people or their role in the world as superior to those people. And any supremacy in that mindset, especially in the age of technology and open education, is ridiculous. Mm. So my gold star point is to always make sure you ignore black Israelites <laughs> and be mindful that you're not taking in hateful messages. Mm. Interesting. Ask that. I think my, if I had a gold star point, and it's you know it's an old um, colloquialism, but don't fear the troll. Just don't fear the troll. Like, like don't go into the group of maga hat wearing teens beating your drum. It doesn't help anybody. Don't um, respond to Trump. It doesn't help anybody. Don't you know? Don't feed these trolls out here. Don't respond to the black Israelites who are trying to get a reaction out of you. Don't feel the troll. Um, if you sit there and you put out your message and the message that you want to put out and the message that you want people to understand and you keep repeating that message, people will understand it. But if you try to go up against people who are trying to solicit a reaction out of you, you're going to look like an asshole. And that's what everybody ended up looking at like after mm. this situation. Yeah. Interesting. I'm actually going to, um, and I wanted to send Wilbur Ross um, to the grape fields for saying the quote. That's a good one. <laughs> I, I do not understand why um, that 800,000 workers um, that since they have not got their pay or did not get their pay at that time, um, that he does not understand why they have or where they are going on um, food lines, like food can drive lines and so forth. Um, because apparently that 800,000 workers are only one third of the percent of the GDP and that they could just go ahead and take a small, um, a small interest, uh, low interest loan out um, because of the th 30 days possibly at that point in time that they were out, not knowing that... Um, and I, I mean, I don't know if it's not knowing or if it's, it's ignorance. It's just him being because this man is a billionaire and he over here as um, old. Esta, old and as Estad said over here wearing um, some fucking um, uh, what kind of slippers um, uh, Estad was he wearing the uh, slippers that he wears what you were saying suede he wears suede, suede, yes. suede slippers Wilbur Ross. 
what kind of you were saying that he he was wearing those (laughs) shoes that were velvet or so forth during during the week you okay, don't remember so, that? No, okay. I don't understand. Uh, S-Dot's <laughs> memory is gone. But, My memory is yeah. going, I'm sorry. <laughs> but so Wilbur Ross over here wearing some red velvet um, <laughs> slippers. <laughs> yeah, well, red velvet slippers that are, you know, w- worth uh, thousands of dollars. Wondering why a common or the common American uh, citizen, middle class citizen, is not li- or is, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. Wondering why they can't, oh, just take out a small interest or a, low, a small interest loan for them to, you know, survive, you know, with their kids uh, and family members, so to speak. So I'm sending Wilbur Ross to the Grapefields for that in sensitive fucking comment that he had and that's exactly why um the democrats and the progressives uh, have taken over the house and most likely in my opinion will most definitely take over the presidency for 2020 because of this low life shady shit that we are you know continuously to, uh, continuously to see the uh, Republican Party to be. It's ridiculous. And everybody who's leaving them. So I am sending Wilbur Ross to the grape fields. Go pick some motherfucking grapes, bitch. Pick some, pick some grapes. <laughs> Anyways. Also, let's, also, let's reset the, uh, the selling dreams clock. Last time you guys sold me some dreams, cashed in. I'll give you that. Let's you guys can cash in on this. Cash in. <laughs> that wasn't bad. Cha-ching. All right. Cha-ching. All right. Splash. <laughs> <laughs> we balling over here, bitch. Um, anyways, this is now, as we say, the Reasonably Woke podcast. We say get up, get up, wake up, wake up. Thanks again for listening. Be prepared for next time. Boom. Boom. Boom.